Abe's Door Service, where service is their specialty. Proud sponsor of This Morning with Stacey Bratzel and Daryl McIntyre on 630 Chat. Good morning. Coming up on 807, Stacey Bratzel already... St- uh I don't know, vla- vaunting her street cred. Oh, I know. Yeah, I you know. knew who that was. I had no idea. Well, of course, that was my era. Young MC, best to move. Yeah, and of uh, we yeah, were talking. We were talking about break dancing, and you know, when I was a kid, we watched movies like Breakin' and Breakin' Two, Electric Boogaloo. Uh, <laughs> I, I loved watching <laughs> it, but not necessarily. I can't do it. Did you ever think when you were watching that that's soon going to be an Olympic sport? No. It is. It is. 2024 Paris Olympics. Breaking is going to be in the Olympics. Well, I can break things very easily, but break dancing, not so much. So we thought we'd better learn a little bit more about it. And obviously, this is just going to grab a lot more attention to, to the art, the sport, the dance. I have so many questions. And here to answer them, we have Jin Lee and Hubert Lin. They're from Freestyle Movement. It's an Edmonton nonprofit that creates opportunities for kids who want to try breakdancing, and uh, they're joining us in the studio. Thanks for uh, hanging out with us this morning and teaching us secret handshakes that all the kids are doing, <laughs> and all the b-boys. Yeah, now we're going to do that all the time. Thanks, guys, for that. <laughs> Thanks, for having, us. Thanks uh, for having us. Yeah. You, so, tell me about the, the history of your organization. Hubert, you've been doing this for a long time, right? Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, Freestyle Movement started um, maybe like seven, eight years ago now with just four of us founding members, and we, our whole goal was to help Edmonton build their community. So we wanted to help us grow with events. We wanted to help us grow with practice spaces. And we wanted to help grow by teaching classes mm. to kids and adults. So I mentioned as I was when I was a kid, it was really big. And it just sort of dropped off in popularity? Yeah, it uh, dropped off kind of after, you know, like, um, what is it, America's... Best Dance Best Crew. Dance yeah, crew. some of the TVs picking yeah, it up. exactly. After there, there was like a surge in popularity when it was um, prevalent on like mainstream media, and then it kind of had a drop off. But now it's kind of coming back up with the Olympics, and uh, yeah. C- coming back up with who? So who who <laughs> wants to do it? Not people of our I'm, age, Daryl. I'm guessing it's not me. I'm guessing it's more. It's younger people wanting to get into it. Is that fair? Yeah, it's actually crazy because even though it was no longer popular in mainstream, it became extremely popular kind of underground so Mm. people were doing it all over the world on youtube and social media kind of propelled that and um this group called world dance sport federation picked it up and they wanted to get into olympics with ballroom dancing Mm -hmm. and so then what they did is they saw breaking as a way to kind of join that together and then together that's how it got into olympics Mm. it is hard it looks easy maybe but it's it's hard what what sort of strength do you need to have to do breakdancing um, I would say it is definitely a very dynamic dance. Um, it's kind of like the perfect medium between gymnastics and um, I would say freestyle dancing, mm-hmm. um, uh, you know, hip hop dancing, things you see on TikTok and everything. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's a perfect amalgamation of those two. And um, yeah, I would say it's quite hard and dynamic in nature. <laughs> but but there, there have to be different varieties. I'm not that familiar with it. So mm-hmm. to me, when I think breakdancing, I go back in time to somebody spinning on their head or on their back and spinning around. On a piece and, of cardboard on or, the street, or, or right? You, New York. Yeah. But then you also see there's almost the robotic movements and stuff. So you guys tell me, uh, whether it's Jen or Hubert, whoever wants to jump in on this, uh, are there different styles? And is that also going to be dealt with in the Olympics that you're familiar with? 
Yeah. Tell me about sure. your world. <laughs> Let's break it down. Um, so break it down. Yeah. yeah. Breaking, oh, breaking is a style on its own. Okay. And um, I think back in the day, they were all kind of grouped together into one break dancing. Uh, the term itself is kind of like an umbrella term that was created back in the day. Mm-hmm. So breaking specifically is a dance style, and that only encount- encompasses like spinning on the back, footwork on the floor, top rock dancing while you're standing up, and freezes. These ica- iconic um, mm-hmm. poses. That you do like on your hands and your head um so that's breaking the ones that you mentioned like uh popping and waving and those are completely different styles mm-hmm. but they came from the same like musical background like funk music and yeah like the electric boogaloos like that sort of thing um but yeah it's a distinct style and it's it's really characterized by that fast footwork on the floor which is very unique to this dance style um it has been influenced by other styles like capoeira martial arts uh, gymnastics that sort of thing but yeah, when when you see breaking at the Olympics, it's going to be mostly those moves. Like you're going to see spinning on the floor. You're going to see flips. You're going to see dynamic freezes where you kind of pause. Mm-hmm. How is it going to be judged? Like what 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 are the judges going to look for? Yeah, that's a. It was a little bit controversial at first, but they came up with a pretty good system. It's called the Trivium system, and. They break it down into three high-level categories, mind, body, and soul. And each category also has a few details there. The judges are going to have like a slider to choose like left or right, which dancer they think is better. And then they can also add bonus points or take points away when you mess up. Mm. We call it crashing. If you do something really well, then they'll give you bonus points. So uh, yeah, this I think this is all documented um, now on the website, but check out the Trivium judging system. It's the official judging for the Olympics. So what do you think, I, I think I mentioned in the, in the break, I don't think we were on the air yet, that when, when curling became an Olympic sport in the Winter Olympics, it really increased people's interest in it around the world. Now, maybe mm-hmm. it was popular here, but elsewhere around the world it did. Do you expect now that uh, you're going to get a lot more students coming in, a lot of people coming into freestyle movement and wanting to learn this because of the Olympics? Yeah, definitely. I think um, it's going to be... There's going to be a surge of, in, in popularity in all these different municipalities, and uh, we hope to really um, kind of uh, leverage that and uh, grow our community uh, in that regard. Um, yeah, I think the more the merrier, right? <laughs> uh, have you seen any of that yet, just based on the, the, the conversations that would have been like this starting up? Yep, definitely. Uh, places like Sherwood Park, St. Albert, we can see like some students really reaching out uh, into... <laughs> And so these small sections of the city are actually um, showing some interest. Any future Olympians that you know? Are there are there people you know gearing up to to dance for Canada in your circles? Well, a funny thing is uh, we do have one representative. Uh, his name is Phil Wizard. He's based in Vancouver. Um, I've had the chance to battle him when I was younger, but now he's going to be uh, representing Canada. Um, he won the Pan American Games, uh, so he won gold for that. So, and what makes him so him. good then? He has a very distinct style, and I think he represents Canada very well. A very creative, very um, fluid style, uh, very different. Uh, people haven't seen something like his uh, style. Mm-hmm. Uh, before, right? So, <laughs> what country is going to be the biggest competitor in this? Is there a country that who's the best? You know what I mean? Mm. Uh, like Canada rules hockey. Right. Who rules yeah. breaking? It's uh, it's pretty even playing field. Yep. 
all these countries, hmm. they all have like different styles. Well, what we mean by style is how, what, what types of moves they like to use and, and how they like to move. So maybe USA stands a, a good chance and some of the Asian countries like Japan is doing really well, especially for the B-girls, they are on top. Um, so yeah, those would be countries to look out for. I was thinking that, you know, maybe we could, maybe, you know, we're, we're not maybe in an age group where it'd be normal that we would be diving into this. But then again, is there anything we could learn? And and can you can you show us some moves maybe uh, after, after the, the break? break? Yeah. yeah, definitely. Uh, <laughs> we have moves. And we'll try to translate yeah. it. Oh, he has the moves. We'll try yeah. to translate it for radio for you, and I'll just describe what Daryl's doing, no, and then no, I'll no, judge no. him, He's just cute. like the Olympics. We're back after this. This morning with Stacy Bratzel and Daryl McIntyre on 630 Chat, supported by Abe's Door Service, with 24-7 emergency service where you speak to an actual person. Visit abesdoor.ca. We are throwing down and working on our top rock and freezes. It's really cool in here today. You're amazing. You are also the puppet master as you sit back there running the board today and think that I'm going to be doing this. So yeah. uh, it's either we or it's no one. She's I'm up for everything. Uh, Jim uh, so Lee and Hubert Lynn from Freestyle Movement join us. We're talking about breakdancing and how it's going to be in the Olympics. And so we need to be educated because we're going to watch it and we need to know what to look for. So if you have somebody who's a raw beginner, never done anything before and uh, didn't have a hope in heck of doing Doing it on their own. What's the first thing you guys teach? Teach. So, Jen, Hubert, I'm not sure which one of you want to go on that one. Yeah, definitely. Jen. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll add on to that. Uh, so, first things first, we usually start with Top Rock. Uh, and what is Top Rock? Top Rock is. Oh, oh. there we go. Hubert's doing oh, a demonstration it, it, it's for it's us. It's sort here. of like <laughs> swinging the arms, and, and, and as soon as you see it, and then you're moving the legs. Yep, exactly. So, and that everything. sets up everything else you do. Yes, exactly. It's kind of like the introductory um, showcase of, hey, I can do my foundations, I can uh, rock to the music, mm -hmm. hit the beat, and then okay. we go down into a drop, like a knee drop, oh, okay. or a so you simple do drop like so. Is so that squats or is that right on? That's kind of like a pistol oh, squat. and then a motion. twirl and everything? <laughs> exactly. Okay, Daryl, which one are you no, going to try? You know what? I, I, I'm uncomfortable. Try. I think you are in much better shape. You are more likely to be able to, to perform the, nicely. You can do the top rock with just the swinging of the arms See, you and the legs doing and stuff. It. Yeah. I'm going to try the, the Get up and go. Thing. Come on, Stacey Bratzel. Okay, Hubert. Yeah. So that's a pose, kind of a... Ready? One leg crossed yep, over, then another yeah. leg crossed over, right. and then pick up the pace. All right. Just like a two-step. And then yep, how do I go down step. on my knees? That's one. You want to slowly go down. Like slowly go. Oh. And then you're yep. ready to do the footwork. Yes. Now, was that was that just a straight squat, or did a knee touch the ground? It's just a straight squat. Yeah, it's a straight yeah. squat. Oh, right. ouch. Yeah. Oh, and he, oh, he's going crazy steps. on the floor, spinning. Yeah. Just the stuff that we would see on any... <laughs> You already had this old arm crossing thing done. You were researching on the YouTubes or something, no, weren't no, you? I took one class. It was oh, not successful yeah. because I just have no arm or core strength. And you need to be strong. Like they're athletes, aren't they? People yeah. may yes. you know yes. make fun and say, "Oh, it shouldn't be in the Olympics," but 
the athleticism can't be denied. Yeah. So is it a sport? Is it an art or a sport? And then I told you guys ahead of time I was going to have some tough questions for you. That's the toughest. And maybe it doesn't matter what the answer is. But uh, Hubert, let's start with you. Is it, a, is it a, an art or a sport? I think it's both. So the Olympics is taking one aspect of it and turning it into a sport, and it's a positive thing for the community. And while that's happening, we also have, of course, the community aspect and the art aspect, and that's still going to be there. Mm. And that's really nice because no matter your age, even if you can't compete, you can still keep dancing. Cool. Awesome. Thanks for joining us today. That was that was great. That was good. I, I need to work on my... My moves. <laughs> if somebody wants to take classes, and I'm not sure if you have age limits or requirements or stuff, but you do kids, you do kids, uh, teenagers, goes beyond. Uh, what do you do? Where do you go? What are the classes? How do you sign up? What's the deal? Yeah, definitely. Uh, every Friday we have, uh, for one month, we have free 45-minute uh, introductory dance classes at um, the code YEG, uh, 7 to 7.45. Um, Thursdays we have... What's the code YEG? It's a Is that a dance place? Studio. Oh, yeah, it's oh, a dance okay. studio. Yeah. Yeah. All right, there. And uh, at Mantra uh, Movement, it's a studio in downtown. Uh, we have an intermediate 16-plus uh, class as well. Mm-hmm. And every Tuesday, we have... Kids class. Kids class. Oh, nice. Yes. Oh, nice. And you can always just go online to freestylemovement.ca, right? And you're going to get a whole bunch of information and the schedule and yes. all the rest of that kind of stuff. Exactly. Awesome. That's right. Yeah, the code YEG, 116th Avenue and 119th Street. Very cool. Hubert, Jen, thanks so much for coming in. That was fun. Appreciate it. Thank you so yeah. much. Thanks for having and us. And sorry Daryl didn't participate. Didn't I, I swung his arms. I, was ex- I swung my arms briefly. Look, Flail come on. and swing. It's completely different. There, there, there's a difference between <laughs> participating and setting yourself up to look silly. And I, I, said, I'm, I was going to make myself. You look good. Oh, I did not I would look, look good. silly. Oh, my goodness. They're so sweet, these boys are in here. <laughs> Fellas, can, can you dance to Alan Doyle? You know who Alan Doyle is from Great Big C? Can you break to, to Alan Doyle? Can you? Not sure. Maybe. Maybe. Freestyle. <laughs> yeah. It's a freestyle dance. Hey, it's hey, dance. hey it's the end of the day. Yeah, yeah, I think, yeah, I think you could do whatever you wanted to. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, maybe people just want to go <laughs> to see Alan Doyle and his beautiful, beautiful band. They're hitting the road in the new year. Uh, big North American tour. They're coming here to Edmonton on the Leap Day, February 29th of uh, next cool. year. Do you want to go? Yeah. Yeah, they're going to hit the jube uh, starting at uh, 7 o'clock, and we're giving away tickets. The Welcome Home Tour, you're going to catch Alan Doyle, but you do have to answer a skill-testing question. It's not difficult. <laughs> if you listen to yesterday's uh, conversation with Alan Doyle and right here. if you here. know anything about Alan Doyle, you know where he lives. Yeah. If you know his accent, you know where he is. Um, where does Alan Doyle live? <laughs> You have to let us know. You have to call us, 780-496-0063. And you could be going to see Alan Doyle at the end of February, Leap Day, February 29th <laughs> at uh, at the Jube. So, so good luck. Yeah, and uh, luck. if you get, the, get it right, Sarah will get all your information. Make sure you get your tickets. Once again, freestylemovement.ca if you want an opportunity to find out more about uh, breakdancing here in the Edmonton area and uh, lessons that are available. There's another team-building opportunity, Stacy. 6.30 Cheds, this morning crew, all go breakdancing. Yeah. What's the oldest I'm student you that. have? Um, I would say we wouldn't call him a student. We'd call him uh, just like a oh. community member, okay. uh, but maybe around... Uh, 50s, in their 50s. Maybe. Oh, in my 50s? God. Yep, exactly. How do they even get get out of their own chairs? A yeah. funny thing is um, <laughs> oh, uh, the most reputable one-on-one breakdance battle 
uh, was just recently taken by Red Bull BC1. Red Bull BC1 uh, was recently taken by a 38-year-old breakdancer. Mm, yeah, wow. it's his third time winning. winning. I love that. Beat it's all the youngins. Young. <laughs> yeah. All right, catch up, kids. Catch up to my throwdowns. <laughs> Is that what they're called? I can't remember. Yep, that's but, what they're know, called now. Yeah. Try to keep up, kids. As far as Try we're concerned. Okay. All right. <laughs> 824, let's check in on chopper traffic. Justin Durbin is keeping an eye on things.